Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. New episode of No Words Ball Podcast via Zencaster. I am Mo, joined by my man Chris Mack and ATL. Um, it is Thanksgiving week. It is Survivor Series week. It is an important game between our teams this week. It's a pretty uh, eventful week this that we have going on now. Mm. Tell me about it, man. I mean, the World Cup has just started. Like <laughs> This has been a crazy week. It's going to be a wild-ass month for sports. Like It's, it's kind of unprecedented in a way uh, that you got all this going on. You know, you also have, uh, what, the F, uh, FCS playoffs bracket is starting to come through. No, no Florida A&M and no Jackson State, which is uh, it's pretty wild. But, um, but yeah, there, there's, you know, college football is starting to come to a head now. It's hitting its peak. You got robbery weeks coming through. You got – you got the NBA is in full swing. I mean, damn near twenty games in, and we're really seeing what these teams are starting to look like. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's amazing. But again, like World Cup is here. This <laughs> is and, and 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 now you know four games in officially, um, and it really had to take like the United States national team to really get people invested again because we were still figuring <laughs> out like yeah. Uh, between us and English fans, um, it really took for our national team to go and be like, you know what, you know, if, if they continue to perform like this, it's going to be easier to get into the tournament, you know, with all things considered. And England and the U.S. played each other on Friday. Um, you know, the English look unbelievable. Uh, they dominated Iran uh, six to two. You know, had three goals in the first half. It, it wasn't like it, it was just no contest there. Yeah. Uh, but you know, we we all, I'm pretty sure the whole entire timeline was watching the United States game for the most part, at least eighty five percent of it. Oh yeah, and and, and yeah, they they were they were they were wild by you know the um the skill and um and the the youth and the um fire of the of the young United States team. Uh, Timothy Weahs already going to be a household name to a lot of New Yorkers and, and, and most, most mm-hmm. fans that are casually watching. Uh, and he was marvelous in that game. Uh, Pulisic was good too, but it was really, like I said, it was the midfield that was holding it down and carrying us. Um, Tyler Adams was just all over the place doing everything, doing dirty work, cleaning up, uh, especially, you know, when we finally got that goal advantage against Wales you know, it looked like, you know, we could have hold the four and we kept pressing and pressing and pressing and we just couldn't get their chances in. You know, the team couldn't get their chances in. Um, and eventually, you know, Wales having Gareth Bale, who was arguably the best player in that game, he was going to find a way to get the penalty or at least get a goal scoring opportunity. And that he did, you know, Walker Simmons, stupid foul. You know, Gareth Bale hits the penalty the 80th minute. At that point, I was like, all right, well, it's very unlikely that, you know, U.S. could go and get a goal here because Wales is just going to clamp down and play deep and just defend. And there's, you know, they're likely just going to play for the draw. And, you know, unfortunately, it's, it, you know, unfortunately, due to the coach or Greg Berhalter, they were playing for a draw as well because I don't get why you would not sub in Gio Reyna. Um, and instead put in Jordan Morris, you know, when you're really trying to get that win because th- these three points here in the group stages are very valuable. And if they cannot get a result against England, 
uh, the United States are toast. Like they they won't be able to make it to the knockout rounds. Like it is, this point was like it was really a crucial point for Wales to survive. But as for the United for the U.S. national men's team, this was a devastating blow because now the pressure is on not only beating England, which they which is pretty much a far cry. Uh, it's also surviving against Iran in the final group stage, where they will likely have nothing to play for, but but their own pride. And that, you know, that could be those, those are the type of games that, you know, when the pressure is on the U.S. to try to get those three points, they might crumble because it's still a young team. That's talented as they are. It's the most talented team that this, um, that uh, the U.S. has had in a long time, maybe ever. They're young and they've never really been in a position like this before. It's their first World Cup together as a group. You know, this group was specifically made to be ready for 2026 when United States, Canada, and Mexico are hosting the World Cup. And that would be that would be the year where they're looking to be a you know a favorite, a legitimate favorite. Right now they're they're here to try to make noise and be recognized. And you know, in the first game, it was impressive, but there's a lot of things that they do have to work over. But as long as their midfield can hold it together, they'll be all right. Now I did not see the um the England game. Um, oh, oh, yeah. The first half is all you had to see. This is excellent. But they, they dropped six holes. Yeah. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I missed that. I almost uh, half, actually missed, missed half of the first uh, of the U.S. game. Um, but my observation from there, first of all, I felt that, and it's kind of crazy, I had this kind of, weird not weird but it's this familiar feeling in my gut earlier when i felt when i was thinking about the u.s i was like all right all right the u.s played today all right uh senegal like okay cool they could probably beat them um but then i guess the realist part of me was like nah they're gonna let us down they're gonna let us down i just had to go i'm like they're gonna let us down and i was when it was up one nothing i was i was surprised I'm like okay all right you know, um, and then when I had tuned in after halftime and they just <laughs> I don't it just look they just look flat. They it was a tale of two halves, man. Yeah, yeah, they they, they they look flat out there. And I was like, golly, like and then yeah. they said they only had one shot. The only one shot that they had in the game was with the goal. I was like, man, what? Like almost 90 minutes. And then it, it's yeah. Yeah, they they tried to uh, really. They had a number of shots in the game um, in the first half, but they couldn't get anything done in the second. They they tried. They kept trying to cross the ball into the box. Yeah, all from the wide position. But that was that was Wales' entire game plan just to keep them out wide and get nothing in the middle. Because the only goal they were able to get is when Timothy Wales was middle. able to cut into the middle. Right, and it, it was a struggle for them. Like you know, it was a struggle for you know the U.S. Uh, really do something, you know, or at least try to break down the defense, you yeah. know, Wales defense to, to just get right into the box for, for a shot on goal. And, uh, you know, if Burr was not trying to play conservative, it was trying to go for a win, subbing in Gio Reno probably would have did the trick uh, because, you know, he is, he is one of those unbelievable prodigy players. Um, uh, and he could, he could have been able to be able to create, create a play, be able to have a chance to go create chances for the team to on goal 
to be in the middle because he could play out wide. He could also cut inside. And it would it would have changed the dynamic of the game. But I don't know. Just trying to hold on to a point was not was not it. And no. it might cost him on Friday. <laughs> you know, and the funny thing is that I'm watching it and and of course, you know, I mean, I've watched enough soccer over the years. Like that I like I know the game. I just don't watch it. You know, I, I, it's just not something I just watch and sit down often. And unfortunately, you know, the only really time that I really have any main interest in watching is, you know, in World Cup, when they replay. And it's always so funny. You had mentioned it. You know, there's always you, you can always tell there are people that that watch the game and understand the game and people that they just have no idea what the hell is going on. And yeah, it's um, every World Cup, man. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I mean, it happens all the time. It happens all the time. And uh, it was just funny the reaction when it ended in the tie. And there, and there was so many people was like, "Wait, what? Like they end in the tie? That's it?" And and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, they do end in the tie, you know." And there was, I know, there was kind of going back and forth. They wasn't sure how many more minutes that it was going to go beyond 90 minutes. Um. Since you know to try to make up for all the the, the time that for, for all the penalties and injuries and stuff like that, um, but it's just I just I found it hilarious that when 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 people was like, "There's no overtime," I'm like, "No man, there's no overtime." Like it's not, and, and I even tweeted it. I was like, "Lame, like this is lame, like this tie shit is lame." But then I thought about it when I said that. I'm like, "My gosh, I'm sounding like a lot of these old NHL heads." You know, it's the same way we used to have ties in the NHL, which we don't anymore. Um, at least we still get overtime. I mean, y'all still have a point system, right? We still have a point system. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yeah, we still got a point system. But it's just funny how the the, the complaints were just very. It, it was so s- symmetrical. It was just all. There was a, it was almost the same exact thing that you could say. You could just interchange certain team names, and it will apply the same message. Uh, when it comes to the yeah. soccer and, and <laughs> hockey, so it's just always funny to see that. But, but overall, though, I mean, it, it just I, they just was looking just um, they just was looking gassed, and the opportunities when they did have it, they just wasn't in sync. It was not hitting the ball. One person couldn't hit, couldn't try to hit it with his head. You know, the head butt the ball. Like I, it was just they were just all over the place, and it's just unfortunate um, because. You know they had oppor- they had opportunities to do it, but you know you can't. How many times can you, you know, avoid fire? Yeah, yeah. and they they almost got burned at the last minute. Uh, yeah, Gary Bell had the ball right at the half of the field. The foul him, right? Yeah, and then Kelly Costa had to foul him. Yeah, and and risk and getting a yellow card in order to save the game because you know those are the type of nuances you know uh, that. That, you know, a casual fan should, you know, what should, you know, I would like, you know, to learn, understand, because that was an excellent foul. Yeah. Like that saved them the game, it saved, oh, the yeah. it saved them the World Cup. Um, and those are the type of fouls you have to take, especially if, you know, if it's going to end in a draw. Like you got to, you just got to just keep the point by any means necessary at that point in time. And, and Reggie Bale was definitely going to just go for the moon because Matt Turner, the goalkeeper, was nowhere to be found. <laughs> Bill was looking to just shoot it <laughs> and rocket that right into the net, and it probably could have happened. But fortunately for the United States, um, they they live to see another day, or yeah. at least one more game. Yeah, I, 
This game against England is going to be funny because oh man, it's going to be so great. It's going to be it's funny so shit because I mean, it's U.S. versus England. It's a banter bowl. Yeah, yeah it, this is it's it's. <laughs> God, oh boy, they need to ask. Um, they 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 need they need to ask King William or, or Prince William. I meant um. You know, but who is he cheering for? <laughs> I think I think I, you mean Harry. Harry, maybe it's Harry. Okay, yeah, I can. Harry. I, can I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll, I don't know if he still has his regality anymore. But oh. yeah, Harry. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, Harry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, but yeah. Harry could more likely. You know, he. he, he I don't know. He, he, he probably is going to root for England. Maybe. I guess. <laughs> I guess Megan's going to root for U.S. I guess you know. Yeah, I, yeah but this yeah, this is uh, definitely won't be. This is definitely going to be uh, the the game that's going to be all about the banter on the time. I am. I am waiting. You know what the part I'm ex- anticipating the most and excited about is just the Twitter back and shit and like the just the jokes, the the, the jokes between the Brit British and the U.S. Like there are going to be people that's going to act like a damn fool. With, with on Twitter with the commentary yeah, and the man. jokes about the shit, man. Like, oh my gosh! Like, I, I know there's gonna be people that it, it's it's gonna be interesting for sure. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't know how. I mean, yeah, it's easy to say, you know, based off the games today. I mean, England looked like a powerhouse, uh, winning six two, but mm-hmm. um, against the U.S., I don't know. I mean, I and I have seen a couple of people say that, you know, it, yeah. England, they, you know, they, they can be iffy. They, they can be iffy. Like, don't they, they be, can. They can. don't take they, everything that you saw today as like that's yeah. who they are all the time. Yeah, I guess the U.S. It, it's very likely that they get. I won't even say. I won't even say it's playing down to their competition. Mm-hmm. But United States team is not. They're 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 not pushovers at all. Most the majority of the team, if not you know, majority of the team are. They have European experience. They have Premier League experience. You know, right. Brendan Arison and Tyler Adams, uh, team captain Christian Pulisic, who's the star player for the United States team, playing for Chelsea. Like these guys are, they are, they're, 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 they're not going to be pushed around. You know, um, and it's definitely going to be neck and neck. I feel, um, but even though England will probably have the more talented side, yeah, overall with a, a bunch of generational stars on their team, uh. You know, the U.S. can punch back, and uh, I feel like it's going to be that energy uh, between the two crowds, and you know, just just the magnitude of the game is going to be tight. Like I, I doubt it really being wide open at all because they know how crucial this game is. Even though England is leading, you know, in the group right now, you know, they have three points, and you know, the United States is just a must win for them. It yeah. is just as much as a must win for you, um, for England. You know, getting a win, you know, Friday that will that will secure their spot going into the knockout stages. So this is this is a stake the game with huge huge implications um, for both teams going in. So I mean, you could have asked for anything better uh, for a Black Friday. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. for for a game like this, because like, in some ways this could be the U.S.'s final. You know, um, and, and, and it's, in some oh, aspects, man. it kind of is, man, you know, because this is the litmus test for them. It is. And I, I, I'm sorry. But as you were speaking, the thought came to my mind, like, man, the bars are going to be packed. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, 
people, <laughs> like people, like you know, when you see all these arguments or not arguments or little debates about which is bigger between the World Cup and the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I don't, no, I, no I don't think people understand World. that it's U.S. World. and England, the U.S. and England alone, it's the is going to have some of the biggest ratings in the year. But it's the it's world, the world. And, yeah, they, and this is not. And this is not like baseball when it's like it's the World Series and no. you just and no. it's two American teams. No, this is really World Cup. It's the world. It's so. the entire world. <laughs> but <laughs> this game alone is probably going to have just as big, if not bigger, ratings in the final mm-hmm. because of the implications behind it, and you know the, the, yeah. the context of the the Western context and the English context. You know, Anglo-Saxon good goodies right yeah. here. Like, oh, yeah. It's going to be a big deal, and and. Yo, even the casual media will treat it as such. That's right. You know, so this is this is definitely something that I'm marking my calendar down for, and I'm going to enjoy. But I really would hope for the U.S. to get a result, or at best, a win. But if they could get a point, they just drag a point out of them and hope for Wales to beat England um, <laughs> in the um, last group game that, um, next week. Nah, you know what? I think I I feel like the U.S. going to come out fine. I think they're going to come out good. I think they're going to come out good. I think they're going to, they they really learned you know the lessons of, of how this game went today and I really feel like they're going to take that they 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 they're going to learn from that and it's only going to help them out um yeah. you know against England. I I feel like they're going to be better play cuz I just don't I just refuse to believe that how they was playing in that second half was you know that's that that they, was They ran out of gas early. Yeah. Yeah, man. Wow. And then I guess, you know, that's the young guys. And I guess, you know, but, but it's, I see the potential with them, man. It's just, um, who, who knows, who knows um, if they'll get out the group. Um, you know, I I have watched a little bit of the, the first game as a matter of fact, um, uh, yesterday, the the game that was on yesterday. Oh, uh, Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I watched that. Uh, Edward Felicio was a beast, man. You know, up until his injury, man, he was great. Yeah, and that's the thing, man. That's like your star players could easily get yeah, <laughs> out the, the game. Like that's that's the crazy aspect of, of soccer. It's just like, oh, and it and it could just be the smallest shit. And this is mostly is just cramping up muscles. Just cramping up. Yeah, it would know, be like, like a big cramp. Just take him out. Right. Right. So you know, it's um, I'm intrigued to see how everything goes, man. With with these with the game on on on, uh, on Friday, um, against England, I'm eager to see how that's going. I still say my favorite, the team that I'm going to go for is Brazil. I feel like they're going to wind up winning it all. And yep. I know, you know, it's, I know they spoke also about France a little bit, but um, nah, I think Brazil, Brazil, I think this is it for them. Um, well. You know, yeah, Brazil for sure. I mean, Argentina still. They, they play Saudi Could Arabia be. tomorrow. All right. Uh, and France play Australia as well. Um, Brazil, they opened up their group stage against Serbia. Uh, so there's going to be there's going to be some um, interesting um interesting game. But those are the three favorites, um, yeah, far and wide. And yeah, really all eyes will be on them. You know, going into the um these group matches and uh seeing how their teams hold up and what it will look like going into um, the elimination rounds. Right, right. Let's just hope, you know, just for the, just for the, just, just for the sheer drama and, the, and, and you know, and I guess excitement. Fuck it, let the 
man, U.S., y'all better get out this group. Y'all better win this. Get out yeah, the man. Advance I, I, I need them out the group so they can at least get into the quarterfinal. Yeah, like that's, yeah. that's where I have them. Is my peak. Yeah, yeah. I'll take that. I'll take that. Take that. That's fine. But um, but yeah, man. Um, World Cup going on. Um, we also wanted to touch on real quick. We got an important game on Thursday. Uh, speaking of football. Hey, man. Um, yeah. 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 Big old yeah. Turkey Day, man. Turkey Day. It is NFC East clash. Uh, yeah. which, I mean, it's again, it's just a battle for second place right now, but this could really define the entire division. Uh, it can, it can, you know, because now the games are getting the full swing. Yeah, nah, this is you know, this is this is this is what <laughs> this is money time right now. Um, we're down to nitty gritty here, you know, this is like pretty much almost like the last four, you know, four or five weeks of, of the season, and um now and, and granted i'm you know i'm not surprised um that we are not going to be expected to win on thursday um considering we got so many injuries we don't have any wide receivers oh, yeah. no receivers um, at all you know we don't have that and it's um that's a very it's a very tall task that is going to mm-hmm. be put placed on the offense and the way y'all defense has been um especially how that you know the first game early in the season between our teams um i i just don't know i don't know i don't know what to, <laughs> to really expect to be honest with you man um yeah it's going all, it's going to be an interesting clash but you know it can't can't take uh the giants lightly here no 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 it's definitely going to be competitive games. it's going to be it, competitive like a whole lot is on the line still um uh, i'm now, let's see that both teams are 7-3. And a lot of teams during the AFC that are 7-3 are at the top of their division. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the Cowboys and Giants. Uh, that's due to the Philadelphia Eagles having, you know, their cookie-cutter schedule and going up 9-1. and one. But, you know, that's still – we're still one of the best teams in the league. <laughs> as mm-hmm. far as you know, when we see what the record says, like you still probably at the third tier of good teams right now, but it's still like one of the better teams that are around. Yeah, and you know, again, like a, a, a win between either Dallas or New York really could define the rest of the season going forward. Easily, so, uh, especially going into the division, you know, because now the, the division games are pretty much going to wrap up throughout the season. Not for and, us. Well. Y'all still, yes, y'all still have Philly. Five. You know, yeah. Y'all have Philly. Um, and, uh, uh, of course, the Thanksgiving game between Dallas and the Washington series. But, yeah. I mean, really all the division games will start really taking more shape because they'll dominate the, the rest of the season Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. for all of us. So and that would probably determine <laughs> who will come out of the division uh, because it's still not over. You know, the, it's, it's a two-game difference between Philly and – in, in Dallas and New York, like you know, any you know, like anyone, two of those games that the Giants has with Philly could change something. You know, you know the, the Eagles might get caught slipping and lose to Dallas in the second go round. Yeah, and then there's Washington. You know, like that nine and that nine and one could quickly turn into what a nine and five if they're not careful, or a nine and six. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's at likely, I'll see them at ten and four. So, or what? Ten and wait, no, ten and seven. Wait, how this again? God damn, ten and seven. Yeah, I see them like at eleven and um, 
11 and uh, 6 or 12 and 5. I mean, yeah. I, I... Yeah, so... I feel Eagles, they... I think they finished with 12 wins. Yeah, 12 um, and 5. I think I think 12 wins is, is a safe bet for the Eagles. Um, but, you know... We 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 see that every year, man. Like games, ha- stuff, weird stuff happens, and and, and you just don't know. You, we just don't know. Um, we can only go by previous patterns, but um, but I I think, and you had said it before. We was talking before we started recording. Um, you said um, you know, this is a turning point. Thursday's game can be a turning point. Um, pretty much for um for the division. Um, kind of set the tone for everything. So it, it's it is a big game. I mean, yeah, we, you know, it's a rival, and I think NFL needs to do more of this actual rival games on Thanksgiving, um, stuff like this. Um, yeah. I just think it adds. I think it just adds that. It just adds an extra meaning behind it, and it's good. You know, and you always gonna, yeah, and you're normally going to be yeah, and you're normally going to get. You're going to get a competitive game, rivals, division rivals. You're mm-hmm. going to get a, and that's what you want. Don't isn't that not what you want? Nobody wants to see the Detroit Lions for like the ten thousandth time. Like, come on, like there's nothing competitive about them. Yeah, they they, right they play the Bills too, man, and the Bills are still somewhat good. So and I can't say shit. And I know, and I know the Lions beat us on, on Sunday, yesterday. Um, we was pitiful. Um, but like I said, you know, really. It it is what it is. Um, I mean, I I know I'm not trying to see your goddamn Patriots and Vikings. I know that for sure. Nah, I don't want to see care that. about that. <laughs> don't want to see that either. But um, but I but like I said, it, it, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Fun game Thursday. Fun game Thursday. Um, I'm looking forward to it, and it's something that I, I mean, ever since I first saw the schedule, I even mentioned it on here. Um, you know, excited that the. the the prospect of that happening on Thanksgiving, it's perfect for me. Perfect for me. I will be full of food, full of drinks, merry. And, um, yeah, I, I I just looking forward to that game, man, to see what happens. But if the Giants do happen to win, um, I will say, you people, I'll, you have my word. I'm not going to gloat to anything to Cowboys fans. I'm not going to be like, oh, Dallas, you suck. Like, I'm not. Because the realistic part about it is that, it's a miracle that we're even in this position to have this type of meaningful game um, against Dallas. Anyway, so yeah, I will. I will be happy about the win. I will. I will gloat about the w- just winning the game because odds are it's not in our favor. But I will not be in Cowboys fans' faces. Be like, oh, I'm point. Of, like, I ain't gonna do all that shit. Like that. That's not necessary. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Eagles. Maybe, you know what? Yes, Eagles. Maybe because I still ain't forget about that shit that they pulled. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 last game against. Gosh, that was that was that pissed me off. That pissed me off. Why would you take Jalen Hurts out of there? And he's playing a good first half. For, it was a dumbass reason, and they did it out of spite. So fuck the Eagles, man. <laughs> but um, but it, it it's. We're gonna we're gonna see what happens with that. That's crazy. That's so that's two days in a row straight of just straight fire, just shit happening. Thursday and Friday. 
But oh, then, man. we didn't even talk about the hoops, man. I, I know. I, and we'll mention something about it. Don't worry about it. But then we go to Saturday. And yeah. Saturday is Survivor Series. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it's looking Crazy. to be. Man, man. It's looking to be an exciting, great card. I, man, I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I really can't wait. This is. I'm excited about this one. Especially, especially the war games matches. Uh, that's that, that the women's and the men's, both of them, both yeah, of them man. are going to be crazy. ridiculous. Because you know they're gonna, and they're gonna have to do something crazy because they need footage <laughs> for future matches yeah, of this. Game. Yeah, you know, so yeah, somebody's yeah, they, gonna they, do they, something they, crazy. They, they need main roster footage for the war games match. That's it uh, for sure, and. And they, they definitely have two people that are known to do crazy spots in war games with EL Sky and the women's and Kevin match. Owens. Kevin Owens in the men's match. So yeah. they're definitely gonna go crazy in there. That's just gonna be awesome. Like it did Romans in a match of this magnitude too, which is Listen. dope. Like, you know, it's different for him, you know, because it's been so long that he's done something like this. Yeah. And you know, it will really Definitely bringing a, a new, a chaotic factor, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. It's gonna be, it's gonna be insane. Yeah, man. Like, um, it's funny you mentioned Reigns, um, and I, and, and I'm gonna have, I want to say something about him um, in a while, but, um, but this is, this is a very interesting match, and this makes so much sense in all aspects, like the people that were chosen. Um, to go against the bloodline, um, everybody has a legit rift or beef with them, and it it makes sense. But and, you know, so yeah. many under, so there's I mean, really, there's so many underlying storylines going on. You know, we we got Sheamus and, and Roman; they got a history. You know, yeah. Kevin Owens and and Roman; they got a history. You know, and he um, also has history with Sami Zayn. Yeah, well, I don't, and that was going to go next with that. Yeah, you know. Uh, so it, it, it's it's very intriguing, and we still got this whole thing with with Sammy and, and the Usos. You know, like yeah. he's you know we still got that storyline going on. And the um, Usos have problems with the brutes. You know, yeah, yeah. And then it's Drew McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> he has he but, has issues with Roman too. So yeah, but, you know, but definitely three of those guys want that title. Yeah, which is, like, <laughs> which is pretty much the thing that's unifying them at this moment. Yeah, yep. And I hope, and I, you know, and you, and it's interesting you said that. Um, and I was just thinking, like, and, and I don't know, what if somebody feels like, nah, they want to take the win, do the winning fall on, on Roman, and I don't know, I don't know, man. Who knows how, um, how that's going to uh turn out man but it's just i i just think in all in all ways and of course roman um i roman reigns man it's it's i i think we're getting into the territory now with roman reigns where i we really gotta start thinking about when you know when we think about think about all time people and stuff and um this 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 two year, this two plus year reign is, is remarkable. It's really remarkable, and it's it's it's, it's basic. 
it, it it's it's a remarkable and it's beautiful too. But I just want to and I had tweeted this earlier and I want to repeat it on here. Um, and I and I discovered I was like, all right, you know, you know, this this is a big match, or whatever. And I was reading and there's a great article on the Ringer, um, that that, that he has on there. Him and Paul Haven and 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 it, it, it's a beautiful. Like I said, go to the Ringer There is a great article there. Uh, about Roman Reigns and and everything they touch on the interview. It was like a rare, one of the rare interviews, and he stays in KFAB also. So this is awesome. Um, but in order for Roman Reigns to reach a thousand days as Universal Champion, he would still have to be the champion on May twenty fifth of next year. If he does, and I personally feel this way, if if he doesn't lose that Mania, he's reaching that thousand dollar thousand dollar thousand day mark. Yeah. I, I, I really do believe that. Um, and then I, 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 I can't see, I can't at this moment, uh, we just, you know, so many has been kept, so many people have been kept away from him. I just can't see or think of anyone that can really take the title off of Rome at this point. I mean, there's, yeah. I mean, there's, there's definitely people. people there's people. I, I, at this point, I just like, no, no, right now. How much more further can you go? There's no, there is a lot, but that's, but there, and, and the article actually in, in Roman Reigns and in Paul Heyman they explain exactly and they address that. It's like how could it go much longer than it already has? And and they were like there there's so many different layers. And what they also Roman Reigns also said verbatim that the whole thing the, the, the development with Sami Zayn on there, um, like that whole thing has re it, it kind of like put a refresh on the whole bloodline storyline just themselves. Yeah, add him on there. Did. You know, it adds so many, and it adds different layers. And he said, like, there's so much other layers of of this where they could go with this that they still haven't went. And they've been pretty much given good freedom with that, too. Uh, but let me continue this thought real quick when it, before anything else. And then I was saying, currently, Reigns is the sixth longest uninterrupted title holder um, when you include the WWE Championship in that, too. Which, in case you forget, he has been champ for 223 days as as that as that champion because even though he is the undisputed champ, they still recognize in each title separately. Um, so they're not, you know, it's not like how it was, um, you know, like you know Triple H, Chris Jericho, the undisputed championship days, and you know they didn't everything was all recognized as one. Like it's not like that with this. But if he wants to reach 300 days as WWE champion. He would have to be still champion on January 27th of next year. Wow. But the point I'm making in all this is that we are witnessing something that hasn't been seen in a long, long time. And for the people that always like to put out, yes, we are know and I, we know that Punk was champion for 434 days. But let's be honest, Mans was injured a lot during that. And I also added this in there. I'm like, Lesnar, his reigns were a joke. I, I I can't I cannot recognize all those days that Brock Lesnar was champion because he hardly wrestled as fucking champion. I'm sorry, like it, it, he didn't wrestle enough for me to feel like his reign was anything monumental or historic. No, no, they they, they kind of weren't. No, they, uh, they just wasn't. Yeah, you know, so you know, so it, it, it's. It's it's just remarkable. It's just remarkable. Ten years in the company, and he's and he's reached his apex. He's reaching his apex right now, Roman Reigns. So that's it, it, it's it's a really great thing to see. And 
It's going to be intriguing to see how this match turns out. Expect something crazy. The women's, let me ask you this. Who do you think is the fifth member? At this point, it's either between Beth Phoenix or Becky Lynch for me. Uh, If they were going to go another route and choose Candice LeRae, I'm already certain that she will be the bold. Um, and turn on Bianca scene uh, come war games. Uh, but I, 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 will, I will go with Beth Phoenix because they have been bringing her back up lately um, in some videos with, uh, with Rhea hitting the concerto on her and, you know, still alluding to the fact that she put out Beth. And, I mean, what better way to put her in a match where it's not a singles match yeah. And, you know, it is more or less just a little bit of smoke and mirrors. And Beth doesn't have to go all, you know, all, you know, all out, you know, in a one-on-one setting. And she's able to be hidden in a chaotic environment where there's no rules. And she could get her hands on Rhea and destroy other women her week. That I'm pretty sure that will, you know, that, that fits more or less in the Beth's, um, Beth's category and really right into momentum. But other than that, I mean, they probably might be saving Becky for Royal Rumble. You know, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot of options here. Yeah, it, it, it's if they want to go with the continuity route, then you then you then you go with Beth Phoenix because of uh-huh. Rhea been talking a lot of shit um, about Beth Phoenix when Judgment Day was feuding with uh, Edge. So. Um, I, I they could go that route. I don't if they don't go that route, and if they just want to do something like just for the element of surprise. I know you mentioned Becky Lynch, but do you bring Charlotte into this? Even though I feel like she's going to be want to be put on SmackDown because the women's division in SmackDown definitely needs they need something. Um. But I don't know if, like I said, I don't know if they want to go just for the shock value, just surprise. I mean, I guess they could go that route, you know, Charlotte or, you know, or, or Becky Lynch. But I think they probably, I feel like they would be better off saving both of those women to come back in a Rumble match or something around that time. Yeah. You know, I, I and it, I never, and I really, and I kind of thought about the Candice LeRae. Um, route, which you know they can do that too. Um, I, I, it's it's going to be interesting. Let me ask you: Do you? Well, think I feel like this match should be a blow off. So, um, it's, it's, it should this be should just be the end of uh, Bianca versus Damage Control. I hope so. I hope so. But then after that, who does Bianca go after? Well, that's, that's when you know you still have Rhea waiting yeah, in the well, wings. You well, still, yeah. you still have um, other challengers coming through, um, but yeah, I mean the the Rhea match, and like you say, you just brought up Charlotte. Um, like there's also Charlotte. Like those are like the two obstacles that Bianca has yet to really cross paths with, or to a full extent. Right. You know right, right. what the stakes are at this absolute highest, and though those are probably be the next two options I'll go for. Um, heading into WrestleMania after Survivor Series. Yeah, because the only reason why I brought up Shaw, like I know you know she's been out for a while, whatever. Um, 
But because you know they love and Trips love his four horsewomen. You know that. And I'm just thinking in terms of that, like, oh, Bailey is the leader. How 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 would she feel if one of her so-called friends, you know, that she's had uh, the whole time and, and comes up and, and tries to go against her? Like, Bailey's like, how dare you? I don't know. Like, I just feel like stuff like that, you know. It's, but I think the better option would be, like you said, the Beth Phoenix or Candice LeRae route. That those are the two best options, I think, that they 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 should try um to go for. Um but I think they go whatever the decision is gonna be, it's gonna work itself out. They'll have an explanation behind it. They've been doing pretty good with continuity stuff and 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 explaining stuff. So um I'ma give them I'm gonna give them some leeway here, um, just in case. But I think, like I said, that match is going to go crazy. EO is going to do something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I, I just, just just adding adding Rhea into the into the match. It did just give a lot of you know a lot of flexibility of who was going to be the fifth you know contested for the um, the War Games match for Team Bianca. And yeah, yeah, that's 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 one that just just came up. It would be Beth Phoenix. Right, because I'm right. unsure if they're gonna just you know give, you know, uh, you know, have Rhea and Beth be the match for Mania unless Rhea had other plans, you know. True. I'm just trying to think here. Um, does I don't know, man. It's like with that match, we you, you kind of expect some something, some type of shocking turn or something like that is going to happen. So who knows? Um, Rousey, uh, Ronda Rousey, I she should win her match against Shotzi. I mean, I'm sorry, like that's, um, that's just a match that personally I don't really have that much interest investment investing. I don't have much investment into that match. Um, I mean, it's, it's 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 definitely looking to be like you know a showcase for Shotzi, but truth be told, man, yeah, this is this yeah Ronda should be. Should take care of her pretty quickly, I hope, because Shasi, man, she she's she, she's just there at times. I like her, I like the character, you know, I like her presentation. She's obviously very over with the crowd, man. Like sometimes it's just hard watching her in the ring, and True. you know, is watching her and Ronda go at it that probably be pretty difficult. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. Yeah. And then uh, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, bro. See if you know the answer. The person in this next match was the last person to win a title in the Richmond Coliseum. Oh, oh, you mean AJ Styles? That's right. That is right. Finn Balor. Yes. Oh man, I got, I got, uh, I got AJ. AJ should win this match. Because he Finn hasn't won. The, he hasn't. He hasn't beat Finn. He hasn't won a pay per view match in three years. AJ, what? Yeah, yeah. Wow, that, that that's a stat I didn't know. I didn't know that either. I saw it today, and I was like, "What?" Oh, wow, interesting. He hasn't won a pay per view match. In, in like three, three years. years, that's wild. Damn, that's crazy. 
No, oh, man, yeah, that, that really, he should win this match against Finn because at the same time, Finn has been heavily protected. He hasn't lost a lot of singles matches. No. I mean, the most, the most recent match he did lose was against Seth Rollins last week. Which but, made sense. The logic behind that sense. match made, yeah. made perfect sense. Kudos. Yeah, Kudos I'm, to... I'm like, damn. I, I mean, you would you would think that even though it's like a singles match, you know, that it's in a feud between two separate stables, yeah. it, it could be on grounds to another number one contenders match in some way. Right. You know, and the winner of that should <laughs> at least get a crack at either facing, you know, get a crack at facing you know, for the, the undisputed title, if not at least another chance at the United States title. Uh, right. Because right. Seth Rollins is making that the main title on Raw, which also that could, as you said before, with Roman taking the, you know, the bloodline story to different directions, you know, it might create more of a power trip on the end. If Rollins is goading him into putting those titles on the line again against him. Uh, yeah. Because he claims to be the number one champion on Raw, you know, right? And right. Then, you know that might sting Roman a certain way because he's supposed to be ruling all of WWE. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's I mean, ten years of both of them now. You know, you gotta have a program between these two, man. You gotta get there. Well, they, remember, did it? Did they not have a match at they had Rumble match. this year? They had a match under different circumstances, man. They, I know, they had I no know. choice but to have that match. But I'm just saying. It did, it did put meat on the bone for something it did. down the line between these two. Especially, it's yeah. It's clear that the yeah. fans want that. They already are cheering Seth now. <laughs> you know, and they, you know, they want, you know, they. I'm pretty sure they want Seth and Roman as the match. You know. Yeah. I, I, I just or thought. Or as the program. Yeah, going into twenty twenty three. Well, I mean, they could still be a program because he's not going to lose both titles. He's just only going to lose one title. Yeah. Honestly, he's just only going to lose one title. Roman, they're going to make sure Roman reaches a thousand oh, as yeah. universal, especially for they, the universal title. So you, yeah, you they're going to they make sure the WWE title he doesn't really need because really that's a title that he. <laughs> He could explain like, eh, you know, this is just play things, you know. It's just like whatever. I, I, I wanted to conquer the beast, and I did it, and I took his title with him. And you know what? I don't need the title because I'm bigger than the title. <laughs> I define the title. The title don't define me. You know, that's some shit that Roman Reigns would say. That would be something Roman would say. You know. <laughs> so, so I mean, there's, there's just there is. You know, some logic behind there that you could expect something like that to happen. But um, but yeah, it, it it's it's funny you mentioned Steph because Steph, Steph Rollins, um, that's the other match that he has against Bobby Lashley, who was for a while was the the main guy that was on Raw, you know, um when he was champion, when he was US champion, and he made that thing, you know, matches relevant and all that other stuff. Um, and then you know, Austin Theory, man. Like, they did a complete total reset on him. You know, um, especially after that blunder of uh, Money in the Bank cash-in for the U.S. title. Uh, but, but yeah, like, but you got it, their match going see on. They, you see they're trying to rehab him now. Um, which is they, fine. You know, they, which, you know, they explained it last week. Yeah. On why he chose to cash-in for the U.S. title. Yeah. And now yeah. they're they're giving him more of a more violent edge. 
growing out his beard completely now <laughs> and looking more like a man than a boy. Yeah. I'm a man now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One if he went to the school of Dominic Guerrero. <laughs> That's right. I said Guerrero, not Mysterio. If you know the storyline, then you know what I'm saying is <laughs> the meaning behind it. If you know, you know. Right, 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 right. Um, I mean, he even he said his deadbeat daddy this today on, on tonight on Raw. Um, but nah, but it, it's I think uh Seth is gonna obviously win that match. Um, but it's gonna be an entertaining match. It's gonna be it's probably gonna try to be almost a combatant for match of the night. Um, and my team just tied. Oh yeah, sorry, my Islanders just tied against Toronto. We can't, we can't stand Toronto. Um, but uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's. I think up and down the card is going to be a fun. It's going to be a fun card, man. I cannot wait. Um, we we may live tweet that too. I know we live live tweeted um, uh, Crown Jewel, but uh, yeah. I think I think we're gonna we're gonna live tweet from from for this also because I mean this is Survivor Series, so um, oh, that's yeah. always that's always fun. Um, but yeah, so like I said, so wow, it's like we got Wednesday, we got Thursday. Well, well we got Thursday, we got Friday, we got Saturday, man. Um, with with all the stuff going on, and then you got the NBA going on. You know, I know you want to talk about yeah. the Wizards, man. Y'all, I know you're in a good mood. A good oh yeah, mood, man, out. man. There is we're. We're looking good, man. Ten and seven uh, to start out the season. Um, been playing some really good basketball in the wake of um, Bradley Beal's absence. You know, he was in health and safety protocols for a while, and we started on a four-game winning streak, uh, which um, I believe it turned to five games, and then we ended up losing. Uh, we ended up losing, you know, pretty badly. Um, you know, in the middle of the week. Uh, I, I can't remember who it was against. It, it was it wasn't the Brooklyn game that we got. No, 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 no. The Brooklyn game was before our winning streak. Um, but we ended up um, losing to Oklahoma City. Yeah, that was the one that really did us in. Uh, Shea Gilchrist Alexander's piece, uh, and he really just tore us apart um, in that fourth quarter. But he's been um, but we've been we've been playing all right basketball. We've been improving defensively. Uh, with Jordan Goodwin being added to the rotation, uh, it's been pretty much a, a, a godsend at point guard for us because Monte Morris hasn't been doing it for us. Uh, and they've been making their threes. They're shooting the ball. They've been shooting over 40% in the last four or five games now. And at this point, I don't think that's going to bottom out. I, I feel like we're going to find a happy medium now, shooting from perimeter. Uh, it's just sometimes it, 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 they have a tough time finishing games when it's getting close. And uh, the games against Miami and Charlotte, where there were big um, divisional wins, they were some of the ugliest victories I've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> we went to overtime against Miami. But we had to come back down damn near 20 in order to get there. And it was against Kyle Lowry and a bunch of G-leaguers. <laughs> and we like that's that's what made it really a frustrating win, right? You know, because it, it shouldn't have to be like that. You know, we gave Kyle Lowry a triple double, and you know, end up still winning the game, but it was just an ugly win. And then Charlotte just last night, same thing. You know, Charlotte was, you know, they were in the game for most of it. Uh, they came back, 
They were coming back. It looked like they were going to tie the game up again like they did in their last game um, against Cleveland. But they, you know, the, the Wizards found a way. They pulled through even on a bad shooting night for um for Porzingis, Bradley Beal, and Kyle Kuzma came through. Uh, they, they, you know, we're, we're looking good. We're still trying to figure things out with the rotation. Um, West Unsell is finally starting to just play stacker to starters in these rotations because the all-bench lineup kills us every time. Like, the, the Wizards get destroyed every single time when they mm-hmm. play with all-bench um, um, rotation. So they, they um so the team is now having Kyle Kuzma or Porzingis or Beal stagger in the lineup within the rotation, uh, so they can just keep that you know intensity high, keep the you know the offense rolling, and and, and it gives some Kuzma uh, the ability to play as a as a point guard as a point four, and you know it's been he's been much of a revelation there, um, playing mm-hmm. in that role, and. Yeah, he he. In some ways, he's been coming across as like a team captain, and you know, uh, of course, it's still early in the season. Uh, there's still things to figure out, but right now, as long as they're consistent with winning, a play-in spot is going to be open for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and at this moment, that's what you know. It's what the team should. They, the expectations should be the playoffs in general. Right. You no, know, you don't make a trade for Christos Porzingis. And to just not make the playoffs, you know, you you have to do something. They have to go and continue and perform, you know, to their expectations and be able to make it. But the, the, the roster does need to tune like another reshape because Will Barton's been awful uh, and Monte Morris has been awful. And it's been clear as day that Nicole Jokic has been carrying niggas day in and day out on that Denver's Nuggets team in order for them to get shit done. But now the team is actually better off for it because right. Bones Highland is carrying them right now without Jokic. Um, so, uh, you know, but, yeah, I'm hoping, um, you know, that there's some moves that will come along during the deadline to be able to uh, restructure the bench, um, allow Jordan Goodwin to be on a full roster contract, and, and maybe acquiring a – you know, just that bona fide guard, you know, yeah. there that can play in that in that role. It, shit, Mike Conley comes up again for me. <laughs> you know, we keep it up. You gotta keep, keep, it, keep it for real. You know, that might be the best territory for for um or for the market is to get a point guard like Conley. You know, um, and, and see what works there. You know, because you know, because they they passed on Brockton. Passed on Shea. Right. Passed on Jalen Brunson. Passed on um, DeJounte Murray. And look what they're doing. <laughs> look what they're doing. And, and, and those are the type of point guards that the Wizards need. You know, yeah. and now uh, it's it's just uh, I'm, I'm hoping for the best for the rest <laughs> of the season. You know, but, you know, I, I will say that your Bulls, though, man. Yeah, uh, we struggling. We struggling. Struggling. We struggling. It's not much. Y'all, 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 y'all taking care of business against Boston right now, um, but that was just actually very good. That's just good to get that type of win under their belt for their confidence sake. But you know, seeing Zach Levine get upset with being benched, and then saying that he he should be you know closing out you know every game. I don't, I don't like some of that, man. <laughs> I I don't I don't. 
You see, I, I mean, I admit I haven't really been watching our game, so I don't know. I don't want to react out of, and I don't know the context behind that. Why he was benched? Oh, he had a terrible game. Yeah, okay. he, he was he was shooting very badly that game. Nah, but, I mean, you know, yeah, hey, hey. I mean, you gotta. I mean, yeah, that's a, that's why I was like, oh, you shouldn't be you should be upset, man. You, you, you gotta score well. <laughs> you gotta score. Like that, that's simple as that. You know, I mean, it's. I'm not. I'm not happy about it, but I mean, it's still. We're at the one quarter mark, I guess, um, of the season, and uh, I don't know. Like I, I'm. I'm. I don't know what to really. I can't really say anything. Make any really prediction of what's going to happen because last season we was like running away with the Eastern Conference and the All Star break, um, and then everything just came crashing down. So it's not to say yeah. that we can't have, I can't say that it's not to say we can't have an opposite effect where, you know, we just start I mean, going I mean, on a roll and everything, you know, the, the Rose has been consistently great. Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. He's been awesome so far. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's the rest of the team. has just not been up to par. <sighs> yeah. It's clear as day that, you know, the team is missing Lonzo ball and, Oh, Amazing. you know, yeah, and Levine, you know, Levine, you know, he he's been up and down. So, but yeah, but Fuchovic is getting worse. That's 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 what we I've already known going in when the Bulls acquired him. It's like, yo, he's kind of a two year type of deal, you know, because the longer you keep on there, the, the, the worse your front court is going to be exposed. And yeah, he's he just hasn't been really great on that end. Right. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, we got Drummond. Drummond's been all right. Drummond's been yeah, decent. he's, he's but, been, you know, yeah. Drummond's yeah. been a decent pickup, but you know, but yeah, the guard play and uh, yeah, the the defense in general is just hasn't been up to par. Um, but you know, I feel like the Bulls still have a shot to make it into the play in, or at least be right up in there in that mix. Yeah, uh, it's just you know, just gotta get a couple of wins on their belt. You we'll know, be there. Definitely might be a dep- again trade deadline. You know, but a lot of, a lot of teams is probably going to be. I feel like we're going to get a lot of moves now this season compared to like last season. Mm-hmm. Even though there is a Victor Wembyama sweepstakes, you know, the draft yeah. is going to be deep this season. I'm like, there's some teams that are like, okay, we've already got these picks locked up. We've already got you know a couple of picks we already have on hand that are stashed or it's not playing. Their season's out for right now, like Oklahoma City. Right. Some teams are going to be looking to wheel and deal just to, you know, make a, like a one year playoff bid. And this is this is like it's going to be one of those seasons. Um, and a, a lot of the teams that are, look like they're going to be taking are playing good and winning. The only teams yeah. that are like they have no shot right now is Detroit, Orlando, San Antonio and Houston. Uh, everyone else like they, they, you know, the Kings are winning six straight. Yeah. You know, it's their first time winning six straight since 2005. Uh, you know, the, the Utah Jazz are exceeding That's expectations. Hey! And, and Lori Marketing, man, your boy, Lori Marketing, has finally found his own uh, in being the guy. And he's been, like, out of this world this season. Um, Kevin Herter, and what we was talking with Sacramento, again, I've already knew how good he was when he was in Atlanta. 
uh, the Sakura move was perfect for him because now he's a second option, and he and it shows, man. He's been giving them twenty six burgers almost every other night. Uh, he's been able to provide and show what he can do, you know, on and off the ball. And but you know, the Kings are still the Kings. <laughs> um, yeah, they're, you know, they're they're still bad defensively. You know, and you know they did. And most of the wins that he got, they're just out of like full offensive rush. You know that that be able to put them over the top, but they they still can't guard anyone. Um, so we don't know how long that's going to last with them. Yeah, you know, the, the the Hawks are great. You know, they they still have like like with the Wizards, they have issues with um, closing out games. But man, it's. They 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 took a big L tonight against Cleveland, who were starting to get back on the road uh, after they had a pretty bad skid um, um, over last week. They were losing a lot on the road. They managed to get you know they I think they lost five close to six straight, and then they get you're back to their winning ways now. They end up beating you know um um the Charlotte Hornets over the weekend. And now they got one against Atlanta. So yeah, they they win the the best backcourt in the East um, debate right now for this week between you know the Cavs and the Hawks. So, but you know it's going to be it looks like for a lot of these teams, you start it's start it's just starting to wear down on them. You know the dog days are coming early. You know those hot starts that we saw from like Cleveland and, and even Milwaukee. You know they're right, right. You know it's 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 starting to get draining. And meanwhile, now that we have recorded, we won our bets. The Los Angeles Lakers has won three straight. <laughs> Wait, after, what? The Los Angeles Lakers have won three straight after lose uh, after you know losing against the Kings uh, and, and and LeBron James going out with a, a groin injury, I believe, a groin or a hip injury. Uh-huh. Uh, he's now um, the, the the Lakers. Yeah, they won three straight, and and Anthony Davis has averaged thirty eight points and sixteen rebounds. So <laughs> these three <laughs> let me get this straight. So let me get this. so my prediction was right. <laughs> yes, man, I need to do the sports betting stuff. Like I, I really need to start doing the sports betting stuff because the, the, I, I feel like I'm losing money off. Of, I'm leaving money off the table here. Yeah, man, they they beat the they beat the Pistons. Um, they beat the Nets. Which was like one of the, one of the games that were like looked like it was going to be difficult, but they end up beating them pretty handily, and they destroyed the Spurs you know, on Sunday night. Uh, and again, this is all done without LeBron James, and they've been shooting their threes consistently. Like they've been shoot, they shot in their three games that they won, they shot over thirty seven percent from three, uh, it, which is a far cry from them shooting twenty percent overall in the season, <laughs> and. And, and that's that's huge. And, uh, and as of right now, it makes me wonder. Um, like we already knew that the rust fit off the bench was going to be productive for him, but you'd be able to have him off the bench and returning Dennis Schroeder. Um, plus, Anthony, everything is going through AD. You know that does change some shit, and you know that definitely it makes him a more intriguing team. Because they're already fine defensively, uh, but now their offense is starting to improve. Right, um, but they're still in the hole, man. They're they're five and ten. 
<laughs> you know, it's, it's going to take them a minute to climb out of that. And they got the Suns on Tuesday. Uh, yes, the Suns are also depleted as well. But, you know, Devin Booker, you know, he, he could go off at any time. But that, that's, going to be an inter- that's going to be an interesting game for the Lakers as well. Or at least this iteration of it, you know. Man. Well, I just had a great five, five, ten minutes. Team, my Islanders just won in overtime. And my oh, Bulls won. Man. So, yeah, yeah and man. the Bulls won. So, um, I'm feeling good. This is good. This is a good beginning of the week. This is, I feel great. I feel great. We're going to beat Dallas on Thursday. I'm, I'm, we go, this is going to happen. I, I know you're going to disagree, but th- I have a good feeling about it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to ride on this wave of positivity, uh, man. But as, as history has history of, um, a show that you know Dallas and Thanksgiving it hasn't been on the best of terms, so who knows? Yeah, true, true, true. There was I remember there was that one game that against y'all. Did y'all face? I think there was one you y'all did face Detroit, right? And uh, I believe so, yeah, yeah. Megatron went off on y'all asses. Yeah, because I forgot yeah. who was y'all quarterback. Yeah, because it wasn't Dak. I think Dak was injured. Um. Because Dak wasn't the quarterback. I think I I forgot who it was like one of y'all backups. The ten thousand backups y'all y'all have had over the years. Um I can't remember which guy it was. I just remember it was a Thanksgiving game and y'all Megatron, he was just like going off on y'all. I miss Megatron. I miss him. I miss him. Yeah, he, I miss was, him too, man. he was fun. He was a fun he, player to he, watch. He deserved better. He know? he did. He did. He definitely did, man. And and oh, I'm glad yeah. he's I'm glad he took the route the safe route. In the end, yeah, very small on him, um, but uh, but yeah, I think um, I think that pretty much hits everything uh that that, that we needed the, the important stuff that we needed to hit today um on on this episode um I know there was other stuff we wanted to talk, but you know we we you know it's we reached our limit so <laughs> so uh, we got to we'll, end it there. We can make it short though, but um yeah, Wakanda forever. Very yes, Wakanda forever. See I, it, I, please. I, I held it. I held it together for almost all three hours until the very end, and then I just couldn't take it anymore. And <laughs> tears were beginning to stream down my face <laughs> uh, when it got to the mid credit scene. So yeah, yeah. it's definitely yeah. it's definitely worth watching. Um, I, I think it's it's a great send off. It is uh, for for Chadwick, and um, really for um, it, it looks like the story will continue. But but as far as that was quite the, the you know the, the love letter there. Yeah, you know, if if at least if at least the the Black Panther story is going to go on hiatus from time to end. Yeah, kudos for Marvel for not putting the second um the second post credit scene that they were supposed to be in there. Kudos to them for not putting that in there because I don't think it was needed. I think how it ended was on yeah was on the yeah note. yeah any anything outside of what we just had there. Yeah. I, I would just, it would just left me with sour taste. Yeah, I, it, it would have been overloaded. Like, yeah, push that, push that to another Marvel story, um, right? Because this it, this works best as a standalone. Yeah, definitely, I agree with that. Um, definitely see Wakanda forever. Um, please listen, Nas's latest album. Um, listen, yep, yep. that that that, that Nas is on a, it's, it's on an immaculate run. Um, with these past four hours, four four albums, King's Disease one two, and then uh, Magic, and then King's Disease three. Hour three, yeah, KD three, um, yeah, man. Um, he, man, he good he, man. He did it great. I, I, and I, um, the other day I had said something 
um mentioned it because somebody had posted the original clip of um what was it the track um uh, on on the album well, for for legit yeah for legit but, yes uh, flipping, legit. flipping the, the five heartbeats right yeah yeah yeah, yeah and i had man. and i had said something about you know hit boy like flip the fuck out of that shit and hit boy retweeted it liked it i was like oh shit oh shit awesome 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 you know he saw my shit um but there he's on Nas is on the immaculate run and he's this is he doesn't need to do anything else with any other producer that's it that's it hit boy should be his like his exclusive producer from now on because the, the the material that both both of them they've been just putting up they they <laughs> they putting up Steph curry numbers right now they putting up Steph curry's numbers right now so um yeah, they be, they be I, I implore you, hip hop fans, listen to the album. Do not listen to dumbasses like who said his who said he was irrelevant again? Uh you mean twenty one? He he didn't mean it in that aspect. But mm. yeah, it, he, mm. he should have chose his words better. Right, 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 right. You know what I mean? You know, but he, you know, I mean, I, I'd rather him just be in his lane. Yeah. And and, and doing his shit. As opposed to trying to get on with the younger crowd, you know, some bullshit I won't believe. Know what I mean? Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. I just had to get on his ass because don't don't be talking about queens like that. Queens get the money. Don't don't forget that shit. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, those two things really wanted to point out. Um, once again, thank you everybody who listens to us. Um, of course. Could always find uh, the podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, um, the Family Podcast Network, thefamilypn.com. Um, do not also uh, forget that um, newsletter. Sign up for that um, on on there. Um, we'll 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 pretty much be uh, active on on Twitter this week because of all the sports going on. So Mo underscore B underscore Knowing. Uh, my Twitter handle, rappers are actors, is Chris's handle on there. Um, yes, come for come for the the the, the hot takes or whatever. Um, also stay for for the jokes and 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 the funny memes and stuff. Because yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a really it's gonna be a real funny um, week in sports for sure. Um, and yes, of course, we also got our Instagram. Uh, no words. Bardcast, um, Twitter, N W Bardcast, um, Bard Podcast, mm-hmm. yeah. um, and um, yeah, I think that's 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 pretty much it, man. So happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Happy holiday, happy holiday. The beginning of the holiday season. Go ahead, drink, eat, whatever it is, whatever your vice is. Enjoy it, relax, enjoy time with family, friends, loved yeah, ones man. by yourself. Enjoy yourselves, y'all. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, for I, I know it's gonna be cold, um, so please stay warm and stuff like that. So, um, by all means, once again, we both are very thankful for everybody, no matter how long a little you have listened to our podcast, promoted it, whatever, um, shared it, supported it. We are both thankful for all of you people that have that have done that, and um, and happy Thanksgiving in advance to you and your family, bro. Likewise to you, brother, man. Tell tell the old man I said what's good, bro. I, I know sure he's will. enjoying I know he's enjoying this little Knicks run right now. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You know, playing yeah, five hundred basketball, but you know, it, they 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 look good doing it. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's that's all that matters in the end, man. That's all that matters with him. 
as long as they're doing all right, man. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, but but thank you for that. And uh, same thing for for your father, man. Um, uh, tell tell him happy Thanksgiving, Daddy. Word. Man. We'll do. Mac we'll Daddy. do, man. I'll, I'll, I'll let him know. I'll let him know, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Listen, man. Take care. Be safe. Everybody, y'all take care. Y'all be safe. Peace out.